Hello everyone, this is Sujia. Thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast. This podcast is about love and the two distinct types of love that women tend to feel and how men sort of come into the relationship and what men should do, in my opinion, right? So when you're looking at love, there are two distinct types of love in terms of women. is Women tend to feel nurturing love towards their children and other children and children in general and desire love, the love that is there to be intimate with their spouses. And the two are mutually exclusive. There are men out there who don't understand this, who get hurt by this because they want to be sort of mothered. So, and the the thing that happens is these men will be mothered because they act in this specific childish way, which does elicit her mothering nature towards her, her um her spouse but the thing that happens is her attraction to the spouse goes down right which leads to less intimate time which leads to more problems in the end men that generally tend to want this type of love from their partners tend to not understand that they need to be cutting off the emotional umbilical cord with their own uh sort of desire to have that type of love because you know it's like um it's like this. If you talk about physicality, right, when you're born, you're usually on your mother's breast for a while, but you wean off and then you eat different food, you know. Um, so it's the same thing here. You need to be weaned off of this type of love, this sort of nurturing love and not be confused because this type of nurturing love, I think, in my opinion, can turn into pity. Okay. If somebody, if you, if you seek this type of love from others, not just your spouse, but say people in your uh, immediate vicinity, maybe your coworkers or your friends, at some point it'll turn into pity um, because it means you're not emotionally self-sufficient that you have not cut off the umbilical cord of nurturing love, right? It's like a, a child who has, you know, who's grown, who's above the age of where he needs to be breastfed, but he's still trying to get breastfed. It, it doesn't work that way, right? from a from my purely mechanistical point of view slash opinion right so men need to realize that this is what happens right it's like this it's it's about becoming emotionally autonomous emotional autonomy and emotional self-resiliency self-reliance and you know emotional self-control comes from this understanding that okay i i cannot you know have this type of love ever again after a while it just goes away you know you have to, at some point you realize this right it could be you're in your early teenage years it could be late but you know at some point you need to realize it and i think you know it's like um let's let's look at the development of a person right they start off vulnerable as a child the only thing that child needs to you know do is cry not cry poop not poop pee or not pee right <laughs> very basic we can all agree that a child does these functions, right? And based upon uh, how we react to these functions, you know, if the child, you know, is crying, we usually say, okay, either the room, you know, either he's hungry or the room is too hot or something's wrong. If the child is not crying, okay, well, the child's okay, you know. And, you know, so a child is born without pretty much any other ability at this point. But as he develops, he learns how to crawl how to walk, how to talk, how to run, right? As he develops, he not only learns these physical things, but psychological things as well. He develops his own personality. He becomes individuated. He's an individual, right? Or she. 
but since we're talking mainly for men here, we're gonna just stick to the he label, um, right? And it's the same thing with emotions, right? At some point, the person needs to regulate his or her emotion, be emotionally autonomous, and not rely on other people to regulate the emotions for him. Um, and <laughs> this is probably why men don't like going to therapists. For men, it's it's um, it's somebody else who deals with your own, he, who tries to deal with their emotional life, right? And a great deal of careers can be made from being a therapist, right? From from having men and women and people who are not emotionally autonomous and counseling them, which is great. I mean, it's fine. I, like, you know, lots of people will not be uh, emotionally autonomous. It just won't happen. They'll, they'll still try to sort of get back in the womb. And what I mean by that is a lot of men will be born. They'll be okay. At some point, they'll discover difficulties or traumas, you know. And at that point, they'll want to go back. It's, they would want that nurturing type of love. And the thing is, you can't have it. <laughs> at some point, you just kind of have to wean yourself off. You have to cut off that umbilical cord and just keep moving forward. Because once you become self-resilient, self-autonomous in your own emotions, then when you have children, you can show them to be exactly that. Self-resilient or self-autonomous, right? Self-regulating of one's emotion. And... In this way, you know, the next generation is also self-regulating versus if you have a tradition where, you know, you don't ever wean off that umbilical cord of nurturing love, then you have a tradition. You you grow your, you raise your children in this, in this specific way where they themselves don't want to. They become sort of dependents, right? Unable to sort of think for themselves and, you know, following the tradition. They take the easy route in life. Follow the tradition, right? If my father was a banker, I'll become a banker. All right, whatever. He's got connections. He can just help me get a job and I'll do the same thing. But that's not really helpful to one's growth, one's own internal well-being. I found that when you're the most individuated and the most free in all aspects of your life, that's when you become the most freest, right? If you think about it, right, once you be like, so as we're going through the child analogy, the child has now grown up to be like a, an adult and he's 18, 19, 20 years old. He's got his first job. He's now economically independent, right? He's economically autonomous. He's economically self-reliant. He's economically stable in the sense that he's contributing to society economically. Again, this comes back to the idea of being self-reliant in your own emotion. And by being autonomous in your emotions, you become self-regulatory of your emotions. And that way you don't have to go to a therapist and you don't have to have, encounter these problems. But the fundamental thing is you have to learn the distinctions of love, right? Love is not this amorphous thing. There are very, I wouldn't say variants, but there are distinct pathways by which love operates within different relationships. Um, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I seriously hope that makes sense, right? So become self-autonomous, right? In types of, in terms of your love, cut off the umbilical cord, you know, and enjoy knowing what you know, right? You know, and remember, you know, you're always moving forward. You can't go back. There's no redo button, you know. A lot of people think they, they can go back, and but they can't. It's just, it just doesn't work that way, you know. Usually you end up in a loop. <laughs> you think you're moving forward, but you're not. Okay, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for your time. I have a, I hope you all have a wonderful day or night, or evening, or whatever time you're in, and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.